This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Welcome this week, how to build a strong company culture. Guess what? This is relevant to relationships. And if you're working someplace where the culture is starting to rub you a bit wrong, this is all about self-awareness and personal improvement. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back. Again, I'm Steve Wollenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success. So glad you joined us. We talk about my four tenets of equanimity. One of those things, more satisfying work. Work matters. We spend so much time each week working. So my challenge to you is why not find a job that reflects the type of environment where you'd like to be, where spending 30, 40, 50 plus hours a week suddenly starts to become a bit more conducive to your well-being. A lot of us work in jobs we don't like. So the purpose of this discussion today is identifying those cultures where we fit in and contribute, be appreciated. And if we're an entrepreneur, of course, how to build that so that we attract the kind of quality people that are going to help make our organization a great place to work and promote the success that we obviously desire. Drop by weatherology.com. That's my business page, which incidentally is a company I've run for almost 40 years. So as it pertains to this topic, I'd like to think I have a little insight that may be of value here. Grab the Weatherology mobile app, find me under About Us, follow along on my social media assets. And again, grab that Weatherology mobile app. Please follow us here too by subscribing to our YouTube channel. And if you would, please subscribe to our podcast. If you're in your car, at home, on your phone, want to listen, take us along on your run, your walk. It's always short episodes like this one will be where we talk about things that I think will help us move in the direction of greater life satisfaction. Now, one of the biggest challenges in business is keeping our company culture strong as that business grows. Many businesses fail to provide good leadership during massive growth spurts and their business blossoms, but the people they attract and maintain don't stick around. All their energy is dedicated to making money. Hiring decisions are paramount, especially in the infancy stages, and growing businesses need to pay attention to this. Difficult to find good quality people. Many entrepreneurs struggle with letting go and micromanage way too much in the process. This irritates people. You might be one of them, by the way, that works in a place like this. And it's imperative that business leaders carefully define their own values and understand how they can create unity around a common vision. Most entrepreneurs simply hang on for dear life as they ride the tide of intrepid growth. By investing the effort from the beginning in hiring quality people and making sure our values align, we can avoid major complications down the road. So here's eight ways to build a strong company or build strong relationships. We have to lead the way. I see so many leaders give lip service to the latest leadership trend. Find your why, build a tribe, practice emotional intelligence, self-awareness. The problem, they don't actually practice those things and they don't practice what they preach. People lose faith in leaders that constantly contradict themselves. We need to model the behavior we encourage people to embrace. And this pertains to parents too. We need to respect boundaries and inspire people with our words, but motivate them with our actions. 
define our values. Many people haven't taken the time to define their core values, and many leaders suffer from that same problem. Until we clearly understand our core values, it's difficult to create a corporate environment that reflects our passions, our purposes. Many companies have brainstorming sessions dedicated to establishing mission statements. We need to live out our values every day and celebrate people that we work with in the organization that personify those values. When an organization shares common values and works together to achieve big goals, it is unstoppable. Laugh more. Boy, the power of laughter, it's underestimated. People need to laugh and laugh a lot and smile more often. Too often work becomes monotonous, stale. Leaders need to take themselves less seriously and have the humility to admit mistakes. When we set the tone by encouraging levity, we infuse a sense of humor into the organization that is contagious. Laughter, it's going to help reduce stress, keep the tension under control and make work more fun. Hire carefully. Each hiring decision is critically important. Unfortunately, many growing companies rush through that process and make premature decisions predicated on pressure to make a quick choice. Poor hiring practices is also killing many organizations. We need to hire competent, qualified applicants that have a heart for learning. Give me a potential positive attitude over academic accolades any day. Hire wisely. Mentor those people carefully. Elicit involvement. When we make good hiring decisions, we trust people that we hire and we let them learn to lead themselves. Encouraging their involvement in this collaborative creative process creates a positive work environment. Encouraging creativity, bringing people together, encouraging personal and professional growth. That's our job as a leader. We got to lead the way and let people go. Stimulate curiosity. Curious people are happy people, and curiosity leads to innovation and more productivity. Keeping people engaged, that's our responsibility as a leader. And we need to give people the flexibility to work when they feel most inspired. Ridiculous rules strangle the autonomy each person desires. By giving people control over their schedule and setting big expectations up front, people usually rise to the occasion in my experience. Keep curiosity and creativity fresh by giving people flexibility over their work schedule. Communicate flawlessly. Every growing organization needs to focus on clear communication and exercise the patience required to communicate flawlessly. Email, virtual meetings, in-person gatherings need to be orchestrated carefully in the spirit of respect, trust, clear vision. Many leaders communicate poorly and it leaves people feeling underappreciated, disrespected. Learning to communicate well, verbally and in writing, that's essential for setting the tone for great communication. Encourage a life outside the office. It's easy to let a business become our obsession and assume people share that passion and they're going to be available at our disposal. Leaders need to establish and respect boundaries and encourage people to walk away from work and take care of their health and their family. We need to coach people on how to make health top priority and encourage them to balance work with family and friends. When we create unnecessary pressure by assuming people should be at our disposal 18 hours a day, it kills the corporate spirit quickly. 
Now, there you have it. Eight things that we can do to improve our intimate relationships by offering leadership by example. In our friendships, same rules apply. At work, they definitely apply. Whether you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring business professional, you want to find a corporate culture that reflects your values and don't settle for anything less. Glad you joined us this week here on Anatomy of Success. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. Until next week, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.